The NASCAR Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Edge Boost. Edge Boost enables you to double your bet with no interest. Go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash edge to get started today. Drivers, start your in and pull those belts up tight as the Sports Gambling Podcast Network presents the NASCAR Gambling Podcast. I'll wreck my mom to win a championship. I'll wreck your mom to win a championship. With all the news and the best bets for your NASCAR weekend. It refrains me from not beating the out of you right now because you ask me stupid questions but since i'm on probation i suppose that that's uh, improper to say as well if you could talk about racing things we could talk about racing things. now here are your hosts rod via gomez and cody zeeb welcome into the nascar gambling podcast i'm cody zeeb uh, joined today for the DFS episode uh, by John Ginder. You know, might know him in the Discord as uh, Gindiana Jones. He likes to talk massive shit to me when he beats me in DFS. He's been begging to come on and uh, and one-up me on the show. So decided, since Rod's out this week, that uh, I would finally allow him to, to come talk shit actually on the podcast. Uh, so welcome to the show, John. Yeah, I mean, not to even start with the, the one-upping, but I go by the Gindy 500 in the discord oh not, yeah oh, not indiana jones so <laughs> i should probably do my research before yeah we're already <laughs> off to a good start so why practice when you might get it wrong the first time right i like it <laughs> but no how are you doing tonight man for today i'm good i'm ready to dive into some dfs i'm i'm still on a high i was just talking to my father earlier the the race this weekend was absolutely phenomenal and i hope we continue heading in that direction um i love to criticize NASCAR points and I love to give them their flowers so I think they deserve all the flowers they had a hell of a weekend that they had to deal with and that was the most exciting race I think this year and probably in a decent amount of time so I'll put it second to Kansas probably a couple weekends ago maybe that's because I was there but uh, we've had we've been really spoiled with some some really good racing here lately Um, it seems like maybe because we've been on the bigger tracks got some short tracks and road courses coming up so we'll see how it goes but uh but yeah we've been spoiled with some really good races and and some good racing uh makes it tougher from a dfs standpoint a little bit because you're not getting those same guys running away every week and you gotta you gotta throw the darts out there and hit the right guys so that can make dfs frustrating for sure but uh yeah it's uh it's been fun well uh let's see i know that you have some some thoughts on the chase elliott suspension this week so should we jump right into it and uh, and go ahead and get that? Uh, yeah. See, look, I, mean, I even I brought you on on a week where I cannot play Chase Elliott, which you accuse me of playing almost every time. And so, see, I, I brought you on on a week where he's not even an option. See, if you were a true fan, this is the year you would be playing him now when he's not winning all the time. Because what do you play him? Because he's winning all the time. <laughs> Fair weather fans. No. Well, that's why I was playing him because he's winning all the time. <laughs> I mean, look, I, I, again, man, I'm really sounding like a, a NASCAR crony here, but. I'm going to give them their flowers again because I was not expecting a suspension of NASCAR's oh, golden me, child. No. So we, Yeah, I talked about that on the recap show Monday with Rod. I was like, I, I thought he probably should be suspended, but 
Yeah. I didn't think NASCAR had the balls to do it, to be honest. Like, I, <laughs> I really didn't think that was my case was they're not going to suspend. If it was anybody else, we saw it last year. They suspended Bubba. Like, if it was anybody else, I think they would suspend him. But I didn't think they would do it with Elliot. Yeah, I mean, the the way I look at it, too, just in terms of Chase, like, I know sometimes I, I give you a rough time. But, like, he's good. Okay, cool. I said it. Like, let's get it out of the system. <laughs> I'll clip that for later. <laughs> but at the same time, like, it's so out of character what he did. Like, I'm I'm still shocked, which definitely means it was something brewing a lot longer than that. And, I mean, yeah. Denny Hamlin is, is Denny Hamlin. I, I've grown to appreciate him, but he also, I can understand how same, he same. gets everybody yeah. under everybody's skin. But missing all the races you did, that wasn't the best, uh, smartest decision. I think it would have been awesome if Chase would have, pointed himself in like that would speak to almost as much as winning a championship if you're able to do that and now he just made it a little harder on him himself so it's going to be interesting to see how his yeah well i saw goes. that ryan because ryan blaney scored 62 points i think this past weekend um and so like you look at elliot was only 80 some points out going into into charlotte and so obviously maybe he wasn't going to have as good of a day as blaney but had he had a very solid points day like it would have been okay here. He's really close, but he had a bad points day, obviously wrecking himself out early. Then he's going to miss all three, you know, stages or two stages in the, in the final results this weekend. And it's starting to look like yeah. he really is going to have to win a race. And to be honest with you, I'm not that impressed with him this year since he's been back. I mean, he's doing okay. Yeah, he's not he's doing getting... what we expect. He's getting better. Yeah. We got we got some road courses coming up, yeah. uh, and I think with the stage elimination, that might actually help him. But there's tough competition. I mean, the road courses aren't what they were a few years ago. You got guys like AJ Allmendinger, Tyler Reddick, Kyle Larson. Now it's it's not uh, just the Chase Elliott show. I even mean, you guys Torres, to... Chastain. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, you well, sure. Goes on. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's yeah, depending on yeah. where they're at, a couple more, and then I mean, it's not like Truex and Kyle Busch haven't won on a bunch of road courses in their career. So yep. he definitely didn't make out, it easy yeah. on himself. Uh, yeah, you take out Road America where he's been good at. Uh, I think he had a first and a second there in the two seasons they went there. And now you put in the street course, which maybe he'll be good there, but nobody has any idea. So it's going to be interesting to, to see as you go forward uh, if he ends up getting that win. It's going to be really weird if, if Elliot is not in the playoffs. It would be a, a strange sight for sure. Look. <laughs> he's going to be in the playoffs, whether everybody else has a uh, restrictor plate on their car and Chase Elliott just forgets oh, to put yeah. his on. Come on now. One they, race. Just, it, it, <laughs> they are going to be hurting for views alone this weekend. They are no way going to allow him to I, not be in the playoffs. That would be. That's yeah. I It'll be interesting. I mean, again, like they've been penalizing Hendrick this season. They, they've obviously <laughs> suspended him for a race. So I, but yeah, it'll be interesting to, to see. And if you're, like, really, if you're not watching the race because one driver got suspended. I'm a Chase Elliott fan. I, I've admitted that many times on here, but that's fucking you stupid. Know. Like, watch the race. It doesn't, like, it sucks I, he got I, suspended. It sucks he was hurt, but watch the fucking race. Come yeah, on. There, there's two <laughs> things that I think about. You know, again, I'm to throw some uh, love my dad, what my dad's way. He came down today to visit, and he just said that NASCAR has it out for Hendrick this season, and he don't think Chase should be suspended. Um, which oh, my segue well. into that is about, you know, you're talking about watching the race and who cares if he's suspended. Like, I think I figured it out. It's not that I dislike Chase Elliott. And I've actually had conversations like just – It's the fans. It is the – it's the fans. It's oh, that's, just – it's, it's it, unrelentless. That happens with popular teams. Like, you know, like the Dallas Cowboys. I don't have any problem with the Cowboys, but 
Cowboys yeah. fans. It's like, I don't no. like Cowboys fans or the Cowboys, so I can't yeah. relate yeah. to you there. They <laughs> but, both, yeah. Yeah, I see what you're saying. All right, He's let's take a quick break, and then we can uh, continue this conversation. Yeah. Uh, this episode of the NASCAR Gambling Podcast is spo- uh, supported by Edge Boost. Edge Boost is the world's first bet now, pay later Visa card. Edge is currently offering up to $2,500 in betting advances, which can be an extremely valuable tool. Imagine what you can do with an increased bankroll. Get down on some of your favorite futures. Maybe Chase Elliott. We got to check on his price. Maybe he's got a good uh, good price out there. Huh? We, we, we worked that in there. But uh, imagine what you can do with an increased bankroll. Get down. Oh, I already read that part. I'm not. Again, this is Rod's side of things if you listen to this show normally. So uh, bear with me. But double down on your favorite bet. Uh, favorite bet you like, or even use one to create an awesome middle or even hedge. Edge Boost isn't some sleazy loan shark, as they charge zero interest. Do do you know a way of a way that you can access more money to place your favorite bets without paying any interest? Support SGPN and grow your bankroll by going to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash edge to sign up. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash edge. Must be 21 years or older. Problem gambling, call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, John. You got anything else on the the Chase yeah, Elliott thing? Yeah, I'll wrap we, uh... it up. I'll, I'll wrap it up with uh, this. Just remember, and I think this is for Mr. Hamlin, it's hard to win a championship when you pissed a lot of people off. So well, he the good thing is he doesn't like he doesn't like that trophy. So I don't think he's I, he's not trying for that one. I just say it. I think that you know it's uh it's over for a little bit, but there's a lot of races to go, and maybe Chase isn't so nice and doesn't give him the room he normally would so yeah it is going to be interesting i mean because not only did it did hamlin piss elliot off on the track enough for elliot to wreck him but then he made the comments afterwards and he's just a crybaby and then then he goes on the podcast and talks about it like he's really drug it out so it wasn't just one on track incident and they've they've got a history before obviously right so i I was uh, talking to a (laughs) i was talking to a friend about it today and he said that Hamlin had the audacity to say he was just throwing a temper tantrum because he was having a bad day. They were racing for fifth, right. sixth at the time. What kind of bad day is right. fifth that's, place? Uh, well, that's a horrible like, day for a Hendrick, I, I guess, I, right? I, well, if, when Chase was out, I don't know how Hendrick kept the the lights on at the building if you listen to NASCAR. So, but yes, I think just this is something to at the end of the year if chase is not in the playoffs and maybe hamlin is or or they're both in this could get very interesting now they'll take each other out but you know might run out of some yeah, space not give each track. other space and yeah, yeah. It's, this ain't over i don't think yeah right? well and, and we've seen elliot's got a history of i mean with the king with kevin harvick a couple years ago like yep. He's not afraid to to come back at people. So one one positive for Chase that he sits out this weekend. He doesn't have to deal with Chastain at all. He can sit <laughs> yeah. at home while everybody else has to deal with him at this racetrack. Exactly. Yeah. So. This was the race last year actually where uh where Elliot and Hamlin were on the same team, both trying to hold Chastain up during the race and uh, about wrecked him at one point. Yeah, it's... So. <laughs> at least at least we're not talking about Chastain. I'm yes. about, about tired of talking about that guy. So exactly. Okay. Let's look forward to this weekend. Uh, they're at Worldwide Technology Raceway, Madison, Illinois, across the river from St. Louis there. Um, it's the Enjoy Illinois 300. So we had a 600-mile race last week. We're down to 300 miles this week. It's literally half the race we had last week. Only 240 laps. The Cup Series has only come to this track one time before. It is a 1.25-mile track. Uh, that's unlike any other size track we have on this 
on the circuit. It's shaped uh, again, kind of that oval egg shaped uh, where one, you know, the turns three and four are a little bigger than turns one and two, similar to Darlington, but it's a little flatter. Uh, so the, the biggest question all, all week has kind of been what tracks are you using to compare this to? Um, it, <laughs> what, what are you looking at when you're, and I mean, from the fact that it is a short race with only 240 laps, that's only 240 laps led. That's only 240 fast laps. What, what's going to be the biggest things you're looking for when you're, you're building your DFS lineup this weekend? I mean, I'm definitely taking in, you got to look at last year just because normally, you know, you don't got a lot to go on with this track. So last year definitely factors in a little bit more. I think, you know, in other tracks you can look at, you know, the last three races, this one, we got literally one sample size for, um, you know, flat tracks, New Hampshire, kind of, you know, you might be able to make a little comparison there, but this one's wide open. This is a, this is going to be an interesting weekend and you're going to have to, I think you're going to have to nail your lineup out of the park and not going to have much wiggle room just because of how unique of a weekend it's going to be. Yeah, I agree. And yeah, it's, it's tough. I, I do look back at last year a little bit, but at the same time, we were still fairly new into the, the new car at that point. A lot of stuff has changed since then. Um, they hadn't been to this track before, so it's going to be interesting. We do have practice and qualifying, so like we always say, again, we're talking about this pre-practice and qualifying, right? So you're going to make bulk of your decisions after that. We'll, of course, highlight some guys today to to keep an eye on and kind of talk through why we're keeping an eye on them, but uh, be in the Discord. Gindy's, he's in there, uh, and so maybe you can ask him your DFS questions this week and, and actually get a winner for once. I don't know if they want advice from me. I've been... <laughs> You want to know don't some say F1? that you're about to give them a bunch. Well, of I know, but if you want some F1 advice, I'll tell you how to win those DFS. Oh, there you contests, go. See, we need I have to, not, not we need been, to get uh, you on the uh, F1 show too. Yeah, here yeah, you go. I'm Just pick the... Max Verstappen. Let somebody try well, to pick up a better lineup yeah. that doesn't have Max Verstappen in it. There's your. There's only about three <laughs> options when it comes to F1 DFS. Yet it's I, somehow still can be challenging. I That's gave right. my secret away to Andrew at the beginning of the year when we started this. I said, "Look, man, I'm picking Verstappen every single race, and I'm not even thinking twice. I'm picking him every week. That's it." You guys Pretty much, have yeah. fun try to beat me. Verstappen and Red Bull, and then you kind of just... If you guys want to get fancy, else. have at it. I'm not. <laughs> That's funny. Okay, um, before we get into the picks, any other any other thoughts on this track or this weekend before we start giving out plays? Hey, I, I'm up. Maybe we shouldn't have qualifying in practice. Look at how it worked out the past weekend. Maybe we just scrap it all and just say, hey, this? come to town and let's race. And it is stock car racing, and it used to be all about making adjustments yeah. on the fly do it, and all that. Do it like Crazy. the local dirt track, right, where they uh, it's a random draw. You come in, you pull your hat out of the number, and boom, oh. that's where you start. You, now you're speaking my love language, that's, Cody. Dirt, yeah. Local dirt tracks. <laughs> I, oh, I was just that's, talking to my dad. We were finalizing some dates to see some sprint cars at, at the local track, see some modified you. Ooh, nice. I love I got uh, Kyle, so Kyle Larson's uh, high limit sprint cars yeah, are coming to town next week or next oh. during the week. I think it's Tuesday night uh, next week. So Ours I will definitely, uh, nice. I'll definitely be there for that. That's exciting. But, uh, all right, let's hit one more ad read and then we can, uh, jump into some of our plays. The SG, uh, the NASCAR gambling podcast on the sports gambling podcast is brought to you by, uh, contests, free contests, because that's what SGPN does for you. We've got two more free contests, one for the Stanley cup finals, one for the NBA finals. Uh, you can enter them exclusively on the SGPN app. Series props, game props, uh, $100 SGPN gift card up for grabs for each contest. 
Uh, again, you can get your NASCAR gambling podcast gear with that. Some F1 gambling podcast gear. I think we've got that back up over there. Um, and then download the SGPN app and you can enter those today. All right, John, I will let you have the honors of going first. Who is your uh, first driver to keep an eye on this weekend? So it was between two for me, um, but ultimately I went with Logano. Um, I like the value. I, I think Logano is somebody who he's not having the best of year for what we expect out of him. He's having a pretty not good year. But at his value, I think at a track like this, he won last year. You could save some money and make your lineup a little bit stronger somewhere else and still have a guy like him that's up in the top two or three, four in points. So it's a value pick. It's based on him winning last year, a couple things that went into that. So that's that's where I'm settling at Logano, and he is at uh, 9400 Yeah, so he's the eighth highest priced driver on here. I'm guessing you probably haven't had time to listen to the betting episode yet with Matt Seltz. Uh, he also had some plays on Logano. So both of you coming in with different Logano angles might be a guy I'm definitely going to have to keep an eye on. 9400 like I said, the eighth highest priced guy on there. That's kind of the area where you get into guys that get a little bit lost. People, you know, try to grab a couple guys at the top, and then they got to be budget dollars from there on out. So I do think he is a – it's a big swing, right? You're either we, – we've talked about it before. He's like the – in my opinion, the hardest guy to bet on every week is Joey Logano. He's either going to be top five or he's going to be 25th all day. Like, it's one or the other. Yeah. So it is a big swing, but if the gamble pays off, I, I do think that he is a good option. I am going to go a little bit higher on the board and take William Byron. He is the second highest priced guy. Kyle Larson is, is the top of the board. Um, but Byron at $11,000, he's pricey, yes, but he has been on a roll. Last week, he finished in second place. Uh, we're not going to count the all-star race because that didn't count anyways. But Darlington won the race there. Kansas, a third-place finish. Dover, a fourth-place finish. Even Talladega, a seventh-place finish. So he is on a roll, five straight finishes inside of the top seven in points races. Um, and he's been scoring a lot of points. Last week, started first, um, and he didn't even keep the lead right away. Uh, he ended up finding his way back up there, but led 91 laps, 14 fastest laps. Um, over the last, uh, over that course of races that I just mentioned, he's led over 300 laps. So he continues to find his way out front. In my opinion, he's a lot more reliable than Kyle Larson. Sure, Kyle Larson can come out and just blow the, the doors off everyone like he did at North Wilkesboro. But if he doesn't do that, he's going to wreck out, it seems like. He gets a lot of DNFs, takes a lot more risks. Um, with Byron, you're getting a guy that is just shown to be consistent week after week after week for the most part. Um, and really outside of super speedways and road courses, he's almost always getting you good, solid finishes. Um, so you're paying up, but you're paying for quality. You're paying for a guy that can lead laps, can be out front, and he can win any given week. He's the only guy with three wins, um, you know, three points wins so far into the season, uh, and I don't see him slowing down anytime soon. A couple of weeks ago, I thought maybe we'd start to see that dip like we did last year. The dip never came, and he's just continued to rise and rise and rise and uh, put himself as one of the top drivers, I think, in the sport at the, at the moment. So give me some William Byron at 11,000. Yeah, I mean, you know, just to – Back you up a little bit. We're talking most top fives. He's got two more top fives than anybody else. Most top tens all year. The consistencies is definitely there. I did want to ask you, though, 
does it concern you at all that last year, looking at the race results, the first Hendrick car was 12th, which is unheard of for that organization to really what seems to, we had two, we had Larson 12th, Bowman uh, 13th. And then I got to scroll down to chase was 21st. Yeah. So it, it was rough for them then. I'm not going to look into that too much. I mean, they, Hendrick has kind of been really good the last couple seasons, obviously. Um, and then maybe they just missed on that one. But they're such a smart organization. They've got so much money behind. I mean, they've got unlimited money, unlimited resources, more than anyone else. So, it, it, you know, I'm sure that they learned from that. I'm sure that they've tried things since then um, and worked on the simulator. They're not just going to punt on a race, I don't think. So, I'm not too concerned about that. The way that Byron's been going, the momentum he has behind him, uh, it, it doesn't phase me at all taking William Byron. And just because I like to give you a hard time, but I don't like when other people <laughs> give you a hard time. Uh, <laughs> Chastain's the most is the ninth, or sorry, Chastain Logano is the ninth pay uh, highest driver. So nobody comes after you for saying that he was eighth. He's actually the ninth. I'm covering for you. I'll give you the hard time. Nobody else. I'm not, I'm not very good at counting. So that's, uh, that's on me. (laughs) Okay. uh, Let's hit another ad and then we'll jump into our mid tier guys. Um, Edge boost. Again, we talked about them a little bit before they are a bet. Now pay later visa card offering up to $2,500 in betting advances. Um, so this gives you an opportunity, like we mentioned before, you can take futures or it gives you an opportunity to double down on your play of the day. So my double down play of the day is stay tuned because I'm about to give them out here in a couple of minutes, but make sure you go to sportsgamblingpodcastcom slash edge to sign up today. Sportsgamblingpodcastcom slash edge must be 21 years or older problem gambling. Call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right. Middle of the pack, John. What, uh, who do you have your eyes on at a little bit of a cheaper price here? Um, for me, I think this guy is quietly, he's getting better every week. He's learned the secret to succeeding in racing is not making people bad and just grinding and putting your head down. And that would be, I never thought I would say this, but I'm looking at <laughs> Ty Williams. Um, I love it. I love I, it. I, I tell you what, if you would have asked me last year, who oh, I was, <laughs> he was about my least favorite driver. Um, but I mean, we've watched it all. We watched Kyle Busch mature over the years. We watched Tony Stewart, you know, and I think Ty Gibbs is having that maturing moment and he is going to be a force to be wrecking with in this sport. He is getting better. I think he's going to win one this week. I like his value here mm-hmm. at uh 7,800. Dang, Colin, what are his odds to win? Do you, do you happen to know that? I, I can open. You, you look it up while I talk about okay. him as well, but. We've, I mean, we've talked about Ty a bunch. You're getting a good price on him too. Again, he's back down to 7,800 after being 81 and, and eight or yeah, 8,100 and 8,000 the, the last couple of weeks. Um, man, I, I again, I'm huge on this kid. I think one's coming soon. I don't know if it's this weekend yet. Although, on the betting episode with, with Matt, we talked about all three of the other Gibbs guys. We brought Ty up just so we didn't really find anywhere value wise that we loved him, but that he was going to be a guy that had a solid race. Um, at 7,800, again, it, you, we're going to look back, whether it's later this year, whether it's next year, and you're going to be just blown away that you could ever play Ty Gibbs for this cheap because this kid has what it takes, and he's learning quickly. He's got more than a full season under his belt now. Um, he's been to a lot, of, not this track, but he's been to a lot of these tracks. He's seen different things. 
just continues to impress week after week. Um, so, yes, I love, love, love your play of Ty Gibbs. He is plus 4,000. Ooh, win. there you go. That's plus, uh, that's definitely. Plus 500 for a top five. So, mm. yeah, worth a sprinkle. I mean, uh, again, he's in a car that can win, right? I mean, Matt and I have both talked about both Gibbs car or all three other Gibbs cars, how we think they can win. We know Ty is talented enough to do it. Uh, he hasn't fully put it together just yet, but uh, I don't think he is too far away. I would, you know, what car did the 54 used to be? The 18. Who finished Which, second place uh, last year? Was a very good car here last year. That is correct. Who led 66 laps yeah. last year? Only lost because it went to overtime, really. I mean, he was going to win that race until Logano ended up passing him in overtime. So Same car. Same so car, same, you're a getting, of, same a lot of the yeah, stuff. Yep. Not not the same driver talent yet, but you're arguably getting a second place car for a pretty good value. And let's be real, it's just as important car chiefs, crew chiefs, team as the drivers are. So why not? Yep. Absolutely. Yeah, I love it. Um, my edge boost, double down play of the day. Corey LaJoy, come on. You're on the YouTube. Here you go. Here's the picture, the beautiful hair. You can't put my, I'm the president of the Corey LaJoy fan club. You're going to put him in the nine car, my favorite driver's car. I've been begging for this this chance for Corey forever, and I will caution you. This is where we get to the cautioning part before I talk him up too much. I I, I don't expect him to come out and win this race. I, I don't even know if he's going to get in a top ten. Again, Matt and I had talked about this on the betting episode. Uh, his top ten, I think he's like plus 140. Not Not worth it at all, in my opinion. Um, I just, I think he can do it. I know he can do it, but with one week in this car, it's, it's different equipment. It's a different team than he's used to. It's a different crew chief. It's, I don't know, spotter wise. I don't know how they're doing all that. I would assume he probably has Elliot spotter. I don't know how that's working, but it's, everything is going to be different. There's going to be a learning curve. It's only 300 miles. So he doesn't have too long to learn it before the race is going to be over. Right? So that's my caution on the, the LaJoy thing. I mentioned before the show, I thought he was going to be very popular. John doesn't know that he's going to be as popular of a play, maybe. So I hope that maybe you're correct there and maybe people won't be on him as much. But I mean, normally we've been used to getting Corey all the way down at 5,500. They jacked him up a little this week, but he's still only 7,400. You're getting the fourth Hendrick car for $7,400. I cannot pass up on that. I don't even care if John was driving that car. Like it is going to be good enough to get a solid finish. And Corey has been doing a great job this season. He continues to get strong finishes. 17th last week at the at the Coke 600. Um, a decent day, 34 points, but at, at $5,500, it's a nice solid day for you. Again, he has not had a negative points finish all season as far as DraftKings points are concerned. 16.5 uh, was his lowest score of the season to this point. So he continues to get things done. He's laying down some fast laps, even in that seven Spire car. He's gotten a few laps led. Again, I don't know that you're going to get much of that, but depending on where he starts, if he ends up laying down a good lap, starts in the top 10 or something, I don't know that you're going to be able to play him there because I think his, his upside is limited a little bit. But if he's starting any farther back than that, uh, I feel like he's going to be a good play because you're going to be able to rely on him to get a nice solid top 15. Maybe he jumps up into the top 10. Um, and has a solid day for you. So, Corey LaJoy, my edge boost, double down play of the day. Yeah, I mean, I think people are going to play him, right? But when you go to make this lineup and you see Eric Amarola there, $200 cheaper 
the flat like Amarola. I'm not going to say he's a flat track king, but good, if we're though. talking New Hampshire, and that's yeah, why I think the, what scares me with Amarola. I know it's not a full intermediate, but it's still a mile. It's one point two five, and they've lacked speed on anything that's any bigger. And that was with the team cheating, not not his car, but maybe his car too, and they didn't get caught, right? Yeah. Uh, hey, if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying, right? Uh, that's Any, true, but <laughs> I mean, you would agree with me. Last year, uh, Stuart Haas was not good. Last year, right? At right. all, he finished fifth in this race last year. True, and they were horrible. They're still horrible, I think. But he he did it when it's horrible, so he likes these flat tracks. I, yeah. I and that's for me. Like you said, LaJoy is probably going to qualify a little bit better than we're used to. And I just think the hype, I kind of feel bad for him in a way. I'm really excited. He gets this opportunity to show people. But the problem is everybody is going to think that this is Chase Elliott-like in the car. And it's his first time in a Hendrick car. Yes, he's used to it. But like, I want to lower the expectations so he can live up to them, right? right? Yeah, and maybe he surprises bar, me, but the bar is going to be set high. I I do wish that he was getting more than one week. It sucks that it's one week because anything can happen in one week, right? I mean, he could get caught up in something that's not his own doing. It could be a mechanical failure, and then it's well, he, that one time he had in the nine car, he yeah, finished thirty six, and that's all is, anybody's going to say. I can't remember. Was it drive the sur- not drive to survive? What was NASCAR's called? When they did the uh, race for the championship or something. Yeah, race. Do you remember how nervous he was and and working himself yeah. up because of the play track was his opportunity? Yep. In racing, level heads win, clear heads win. Right? And does he make a stupid mistake because he's just too nervous? And you know, I that's what that's what scares me. I think he has all the talent. I think he could absolutely do it. And it's a great situation, but it also is a very stressful situation for him. Yeah, and those, just seeing so those are the concerns for sure. And I fully back you on those. It's not gonna scare me off of playing him. Again, it depends where he starts. If he qualifies too good, then it's gonna be tougher to play him. Uh, one really cool uh stat that that Seth Sharp had pointed out on Twitter. Um in the fiftieth anniversary of NASCAR, uh and uh Hendrick actually switched their twenty five car to the fifty car for that season. But Ricky Craven, I believe it was, ended up missing a race or a couple of races. Randy LaJoy got to fill in in that 50 car for Hendrick. Now we're in the 75th year anniversary of uh, NASCAR, and Corey, his son, gets to fill in in a Hendrick car. So cool little uh, feel-good story there. That's another angle, right? This is a feel-good story. The, the underdog is getting his chance to go prove himself on the big league roster, all that fun stuff. Maybe the narrative plays out. Who knows? We'll see. But uh, you can't talk me off of Corey LaJoy this weekend. Yeah, I, I'm excited. I'm excited for him. He's just one of those guys that you – I mean, most drivers are good people. <laughs> you know, they, all, so I want to see him – I want to see him knock this out of the park. But at the same time, when they put Jordan Taylor in the road course, I was so high on that. And that went absolutely phenomenal. And everything, <laughs> I picked him as my one pick. And Uh, That didn't go really well. So I think that also (laughs) is why I'm kind of like, okay, let's pump the brakes. But we also have Josh Berry, right? And Josh Berry finished second in one of those races he did. Yeah. So, and LaJoy's used to the sequential shifter. And I think that's something that people aren't talking about a lot. There's no learning curve here. 
He's no, been a, driving this. It's just you know, a little bit slower speed, maybe. Right. If he's, that. Yeah, he's so, driving a knockoff Hendrick car already. And it's, it's the store brand version, but... Like, it's a little bit more than the store brand. Maybe, That's not much, but... <laughs> hey, there's some good store brands out there. <laughs> maybe. But anyways, uh, thank you to everybody who's watching on YouTube. Um, we appreciate your support. Make sure you smash the subscribe button, like this video, share it, tell your friends. You get to see John's beautiful face, of course. So that is always a plus. Um, and that's it for ad reads, John. I'm done. Uh, I'm done trying to struggle through those. So now we go to the budget section side of things. Uh, what do you have for a, a cheaper driver this week to, to save a little money? I'm McDowell is my guy of 5,700. Look, you're not going to get him fighting for the lead, right? But he's also one of those guys that I think he outperforms sometimes the equipment he's in. It definitely is hit or miss, but again, not having much to go on. If you look at last year's race, he led 34 laps. That, that value, we're getting, you're getting somebody that led a race at 5,700. I mean, what is there not to like there, right? Yeah, absolutely. I love it. Um, again, McDowell, he's just, he's, one of those veteran guys that that constantly gets you good results. Uh, he's a guy you can rely on week in and week out to, to perform for you. And actually, I'm going to stay in the same camp and go with his front row teammate of Todd Gilliland. He is $5,600, so they are uh, very similarly priced there back-to-back. But Gilliland, talked about him on the betting show a little bit. Um, he's a guy that's fighting for his life, right? He's fighting for his job. He's fighting for everything right now. He's we saw him in the Rick Ware car last week, um, and it, he, he he knows that his job is on the line. He knows his ride's on the line. He's back in that 38 for front row this week, um, and I'm expecting a solid performance from Todd Gilliland. He's got seven top 10 or top 15 finishes, rather, this season. That's very, very impressive for a guy that's in slower equipment, if you want to say. But even you look at Zane Smith and what he did in the 38 car last week, that was very impressive as well, right? So we know that maybe it's not just Gilliland getting the most out of this equipment. Maybe this equipment has taken a nice, solid step forward, and Gilliland is still getting the most out of it. Um, so, uh, again, he's a guy that uh, that I think is, is in a solid enough car. And, again, all the way down here at 5,600, uh, there's not a ton of other super sexy options. You do have Carson Hosevar. Uh, it's his very first start in a Cup Series car. He's never been in one before. Again, that seven car has been decent this season, but I can't expect too much from him. Justin Haley, it's been up and down. Harrison Burton, Noah Gregson, I wouldn't touch with anything right now, the way Legacy's been running. And then you're into, you know, the Yaleys, the Dillons, the Goldings, the McLeods. Things just are not great any farther down there. So I think that these two guys are kind of the perfect bottom of uh, or top of that bottom tier, I guess you could say, um, of guys that you can plug in here and get nice, solid results from. So uh, I, I love your McDowell play. Again, I'm going to stay right in the same camp and, and go with Todd Gillen. Yeah, I mean, uh, Todd Gillen, when they announced that Zane Smith, I remember I was shocked because it, for what that car is and what that team is, that you're, he is out kicking his coverage by Absolutely. a lot. Yeah. And for him to, them to not honor the whole season was, was crazy to me. But, I mean, we're also seeing, right, Zane Smith is – 
pretty good in that too, like you said. So maybe it is the equipment. I mean, I've been impressed with McDowell for you know for for what he is. I can't believe that McDowell is only fifty seven hundred. That's a yeah. little bit of a shock to me. So yeah, and what is let's see how he is normally. I mean, yeah. 57 last week, I guess, 61, 59. But then there's a couple races back, 66, 68. So, uh, I mean, his price has 71 even all the way back at, at Coda. So definitely a lot cheaper than he has been. Uh, I mean, again, not super great weeks the last couple of weeks, but he scored nice solid points for you at uh, at the Coke 600 with 22. Uh, and so, yeah, I think that McDowell is a great pick, and, uh, and I like pairing him up with Gilland. So I, I think that those are are good options together. Yeah. They're both in the top. They're both cars are in the top twenty five in points. Yeah. So that's. I mean, and they're for, not priced accordingly. They're they're priced they're, down. Yeah. Way down. They're ahead of two Stewart cars, a Legacy Motor. I mean, they're ahead of Austin Dillon. Ahead of two SHR cars. That's that's crazy. Yeah, I mean, well, I know. I mean, but, granted, one of them just got a hundred twenty point penalty, but. Oh yes, I guess. Still, he was in. not. Doing I mean. It. I'm surprised he had 120 points. To I give was going to say, if you had 120 <laughs> to this, you still might. Yeah, okay, he's a little bit ahead, but even little, that. But yeah, not much. <laughs> there's still good value. I mean, just playing around with it here, I put together. So I added Logano while we were doing this. I added my Ty Gibbs and McDowell. Those were the three I wanted to go with. And then the two other guys that I had was with Logano. I debated about taking Bell. So I threw Bell in here. And I threw in um, Amarola. We talked about him. So those are my five out of six. I still have $9,200 left. Dang. Yeah. That's, I mean, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of value out here. Yeah. I mean, between these. So if, if you were to plug in the six guys we gave out, you got $3,100 worth of wiggle room. That's plenty of space to upgrade yeah. some of these or, or swap out different guys. So uh, again, we don't have all the information at this point. It's early on. These are just guys to watch for. Uh, and keep your eye on but uh yeah i think that, that that's a good base uh let me go back and recap like rod does get out your pen and paper he says uh so john gave out joey logano 9400 i had william byron at 11000 john has ty gibbs absolutely love that one 7800 gave the moonshot of him to win 40 to 1 um i gave out Corey lajoy 7400 uh john had michael mcdowell 5700 and I got Todd Gilland at 5,600. Uh, so, yeah, those those are our guys to keep an eye on. John, you got any other thoughts on this race? Any other guys you want to point out or anything else? Well, I, you know, me and my my wittiness, I think we should change <laughs> the name of this race. Or maybe oh, yeah? add a little yeah. bit. So it's the 2022, or I guess, no, is it 2023? It's still in Joy, Illinois, right? This year? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's in Madison, Illinois. But it's the, but, the sponsor still. Oh, yeah. Still, enjoy, yeah. yeah. Enjoy Illinois 300. Yeah. So. All right. So I'm changing the name of this race unofficially. I'm not giving them any money because it's ridiculous amount of money to sponsor <laughs> races. But we're going to call this race the Will Corey LaJoy Enjoy Illinois. Oh. Like, that's all I keep thinking about. Like, I'm looking oh, at this name goodness. and, like, this is a story we're talking about. So there you go. Yes. You can take that to your fan club meeting and you can say you came <laughs> up with it and. Oh my god! I will. I will give you full credit. I might actually, when I send the tweet out for this episode, it's going to be the Will Corey LaJoy enjoy Illinois. I that's that just rolls right off the tongue. I, I love it. That's, so I'm glad maybe, that you maybe finally, maybe maybe uh, it's meant to be. Maybe he's gonna win. I'm glad um, you finally uh, attributed something positive to the show. No, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm just a ray of sunshine. Um, I'm trying to think. I, I'm I'm excited to see 
how this race plays out again, it's it's still newer, so we only really have one to go on. So it was exciting last year for probably a lot of reasons why you don't want a race to be exciting. But I wonder who Chastain will make mad and have chasing around him or chasing around him the track. Uh, but I want to see if NASCAR can go back to back with a week that really makes they. I was loving. I cannot say enough about last week. So I want to see if they can follow it up. You know, I, I want to see if they can deliver. Uh, another good race now who knows but i like those i mean jesus i think at one point there was like 12 different cars i thought we're gonna win last week yeah so i'm hoping for that again we've had that a lot lately where it is a bunch of different guys throughout the race you're like well this guy's gonna well this guy's and then it's there's it's not been there is the outliers like the all-star race where kyle larson just an old school ass whoop and you're gonna get those races but for the most part we haven't had super dominant races where one guy has just run away with everything there's constantly comers and goers. This track will be interesting. Last season, it was a little tougher to pass here. So, so we'll see if that's any different. There was a lot of t- issue with tires last year. I mean, every 30 laps, the leader would lose a tire. It seemed like blow it out. I think that Goodyear has come a long way on the tire. They're, they've gotten it to the point where it's wearing good, but not necessarily blowing out like we saw so much last year. Again, these teams have learned a lot. So I, I think it is going to be a fun race to watch. And uh, hopefully, yeah. Like you said, hopefully we can have another really exciting one back to back, and yeah, I think it's going to be going to be a fun time. Yeah, I mean, I want to see more people. The people that were able to charge through the field last week is what I keep thinking about. Like Truex, Christopher and, Bell did it like eight Bell, times. Yeah, like that is the best when racing is at its best, man. You watching those guys, like these guys are all good, and we know that. And sometimes I think we forget that. And last week showed genuinely how talented a majority of these guys are because last week was awesome. Absolutely. Yeah. And I'm going to go on record. Please let's shelf the oval or the Roval. I've been in the Roval. I love the Roval. Let's just shelf it for this year. Let's have, dude, how can you not as good as that was, how can you not go on the oval? I I was petitioning earlier for going to Charlotte that race 12 times a year. Like I'll, we can get rid of plenty tracks. Let's just, Oh yeah. That's why I said after Kansas, like Like, let's just, yes, Kansas too. Let's just go to Kansas one week and then back to Charlotte and the Kansas and Charlotte. We'll just go back and forth. I think we got the rest of the year schedule figured out. I hope this means they bring back Chicago land. I hope this means they Chicago land, Kentucky. Kentucky. (laughs) I mean, those tracks they're, they're not, they're still sitting there. So at this point, after what we just saw with North Wilkesboro, after the racing we've seen on the mile and a half, it's crazy how things come full circle, right? I mean, at the late 90s, early 2000s, it was all about build these mile and a half, build these cookie cutter tracks. Then we kind of got away from it. We want the short tracks. We want the road courses. Now it's that circle's coming back around, and it's these mile and a half are just giving us such good racing. It's been amazing. I hope we get Rockingham back so bad. It is I absolutely love and not to push my luck, but if we want to bring Nazareth back too, so I have a second track to go to within <laughs> yeah, that'd be close 45 to minutes yep. of the house. Um, yeah, I mean, oval racing is back and public service announcement, please stop making road court. If we want to watch open wheel, we'll watch open wheel. I love open <laughs> wheel racing and I know where to find it. Stay out of the streets of Chicago and let's go to Chicago land where they already have a racetrack, please. Yeah, I, I I do think I do like having the mix of of road courses in there, but we definitely don't need to add any more. Hey, um, and yeah, there, road there some, sitting down yeah. there unused now. Let's yeah. use a real road course. Damn it, true. You got good points. See, I got all right, John. Box a little bit. <laughs> I love it. I had a lot of fun. Glad to have you on. We'll have to have you back on too when uh, when Rod's around, so we can all three go at each yeah, other. Yeah, and don't forget. 
tell everybody stay tuned we got some cool stuff coming up for pocono i don't want to say too much but i'm going to be going to pocono and kind of giving you guys what cody did when he went to kansas um and i'm really excited about it i grew up in the area and i worked there for a few summers so i'm really excited to be able to you know show you guys a little bit behind the scenes and and do some cool stuff here and partner with the pod so stay tuned yeah that's gonna be a lot of fun we'll have you on Leading up to that race, we'll have you on after that race. Uh, that's going to be a really good one. I'm super excited for that. Excited for you. Um, and then, yeah, excited to see all the, the pictures and videos and, and everything you get from there. So that's that's going to be a great time. Well, why don't you uh, let everybody know where they can find you, where they can find uh, you got your you're full on into the SGPN uh, world now, appearing on all kinds of places. So, uh, yeah, let everybody know where they can follow you. Yeah, you can follow me at Twitter, at Gindiana Jones. Um, my parents blessed me with a great last name that allows me to have some fun. I got Gindiana Jones. If you want to hit me up on the Discord, we got at the Gindy 500. Um, and around the holidays, a lot of times, I'll probably change it to the Gingerbread Man. So, you know, just out here flowing <laughs> with names. Um, but like Cody said, I got a lot going on. I was just on the WNBA podcast before this. I sometimes am a guest on the underdog cardio club or the underdog fantasy football. Um, so looking forward to just continuing to do some fun stuff and continuing to play with Cody in every fantasy league that I think we can find. He recruited <laughs> me to a couple. Right. I recruited him to a couple this year. Yep. So. We got, we got fantasy football leagues. We got fantasy NASCAR. Leagues. Oh, yeah. We're, we're all, yeah. Yeah. Let's not yeah, dive down a... those <laughs> the damn dynasty league that you we're, got me in. Uh, yeah. So. Well, you know, here we are. <laughs> yeah. But uh, anyways, well, thanks again for joining. Appreciate you. Short notice uh, stepping in here in Rod's absence. You can find me on Twitter at Husker underscore Zeeb. Uh, you can find all my work over there. Got a USFL article out right now looking at championship odds as they uh, head towards the end of the season. Got an F1 article. You can also check out the F1 Gambling Podcast. Rod did make it on that one this week. Um, so, yeah, give that a listen. Thanks, everybody, for uh, joining. Good luck on your DFS contest this week. Good luck betting. Enjoy the race. Uh, Let's go racing and let it ride.